Whether you're a new dad, an expecting dad, or even a seasoned veteran of fatherhood looking to get back into shape, join me as I share tips on how to navigate the path of fitness and explore why breaking a sweat is a lot more important than just keeping up with the dad bod trend. Welcome to Fitness with Fatherhood, the podcast helping first-time fathers find the time to regain their health and fitness to become the superhero dads their kids look up to. I'm Stacey Liddell, your host, a qualified personal trainer, two-time amateur physique competitor, and soon-to-be dad. I firmly believe that a healthy body and mind are the cornerstones to a fulfilling life. Get ready to gain actual tools and strategies from real-life examples to take control of your health and fitness to become the superhero dad your kids can look up to. As you always do before we get into the content of the show, I want to highlight the three key benefits of listening today. Number one, boosting your energy. As an expecting father, you need energy for your new demanding role. Staying fit means you can keep up with every challenge. Managing stress. Parenthood brings joy and stress. Learn how physical fitness can be your ally in maintaining mental well-being during this transition. And number three, reach your fitness goals effectively. Parenthood doesn't mean giving up on those fitness goals. Discover how you can use the smart strategy to set and achieve realistic fitness objectives. Right, so let's dive into the first topic of today, and that's going to be stress management. As you step into fatherhood, you might encounter new stresses. Those could include midnight feedings, diaper changes, or financial responsibilities that come with a new addition to the family. These things can all add up, and it can put a strain on your well-being. But did you know that regular exercise can be a game-changer in tackling these stresses? Exercise has been scientifically proven to reduce stress levels by triggering the release of endorphins, your body's natural mood boosters. That's 100% right. Each workout, you're not just building muscles, you're also lifting your mood. Plus, regular physical activity aids in improving your sleep quality. And as I've mentioned on this podcast a few times already, this is a vital factor, especially when those midnight baby duties call. So as you face the challenges of fatherhood, Keep in mind that exercise can be a powerful tool in your stress management arsenal. And as always, I'd like to add my own life experiences into the situation so that I can share my journey this far and how exercise has helped me in situations where I've been extremely stressed or felt extremely down. And for those of you who aren't familiar with my life and what has happened up until this point, in 2019... My mom passed away, and she was only 56 years old. This was a hugely traumatic event and had a big impact on my life. What I decided to do was throw myself into weight training and boxing as a way to deal with the stress of losing a parent. The reason why I did this was early on in my life, when I was in my teen years, my parents had gone through a divorce. And that also was a very trying time for me. And I think because of a lack of maturity back then, I responded to that situation by trying to hide all my feelings, hide all my concerns. And alcohol was a big escape for me when I was younger. And I'm sure those of you who have experienced going through something traumatic and then boozing to try and sort of ease the pain or escape from the pain or run away from your problems, you know that it doesn't work. Eventually, things catch up with you and you end up in a much worse place. And that's definitely what happened to me. I ended up, I think it was three years later, realizing 
that I was in a far worse position because of really bad habits and turning to alcohol to try and deal with my problems. So many years later, 12 years later, when my mom passed away, I think I'd learned from that previous experience of loss and hurt. So instead of trying to run from the problems or hide them and drink them away, I guess, I decided to lean into the positive habits that I already established. So I was already training four to six times a week, and I continued to do that. And then I also added on top of that boxing training with a coach, and I just felt as if that was an even more direct release of tension and stress, obviously hitting a bag and being able to get that frustration out really helped me deal with a stressful situation. I hope that you see that through exercise, it can help you manage your stress in a much more proactive way than my previous example of turning to the bottle. That leads me on to my second topic, and I want to talk about energy. The arrival of a new baby will bring a lot of joy, but it's also going to demand a lot of energy from you. With every playful giggle, every diaper change, and every late night lullaby, you're going to need stamina. Regular exercise is key here. It strengthens your heart, boosts your stamina, and leaves you better equipped to keep up with your newborn baby. And again, here I think sometimes people who aren't familiar with an exercise routine or don't have one developed, don't have the habit of going to the gym or going for a run or a cycle or whatever it may be, if you don't have that habit established, you're probably thinking to yourself, how is it possible that exercise is going to boost my energy? Surely it's going to reduce my energy because I'm expending calories and I'm going to be completely exhausted and I'm definitely not going to be able to do my daddy duties. And I think that that's a fear that a lot of people have and I'm here to tell you that it's false. I often used to think like that myself before I started weightlifting and training properly. When was this? About nine years ago now, I was in a position where I had very low energy levels. In 2010, I had gone through a bad hand injury and then in 2011, a knee injury. So I'd stopped playing all forms of sport, stopped going to gym and I'd really become a bit of a couch potato and if I wasn't on the couch, I was out overindulging myself with alcohol as I previously said and that was in my early 20s. And so when I was a little bit older, when I was about 25, a friend of mine got me back into the gym and within three or four months, I had this transformative experience of extreme amounts of energy and unlocking all this bound up energy that I thought I'd lost and I thought was never going to come back. So if you feel as if your energy is going to be something that is lost through training and exercise, I promise you the opposite will happen. And you'll find you have way more energy to deal with your family and your newborn. And remember, as a new dad, you're not just a caregiver. You're also a role model. Your actions will shape your child's attitudes towards health and fitness. And I'm sure you've all heard of the saying, actions speak louder than words. And when it comes to instilling healthy habits, it couldn't be more true. By maintaining a consistent fitness routine, you're setting a positive example for your child. You show them rather than just tell them about the importance of regular physical activity. Remember, your influence as a father is profound 
And when it comes to promoting a healthy lifestyle, you have the power to lead by example. So lace up those trainers and get ready to make a positive impact, not just on your health, but on your child's health as well. As parents, you are the leaders of your household. So don't walk away from an opportunity to set a great standard for your kids. Okay, and now let's move on and focus on the long-term impact of regular exercise. Beyond the immediate benefits like stress management and increased stamina, staying active can also significantly improve your longevity and quality of life. Exercise is a powerful tool in preventing chronic diseases such as heart disease, diabetes, and even certain types of cancer. It means you're investing in a healthier future, ensuring you're there for your child's first day of school, and then their graduation, their wedding, and every milestone in between. As I already mentioned, my mom passed away at the age of 56, and this was a huge shock to me and the family. Now, to be 100% transparent with you, I'd like to share some insights into some of the lifestyle factors that I believe caused my mom to end up dying earlier than expected. My mom was a smoker. She enjoyed alcohol as well. And I honestly believe that the circumstances around her death were contributed to in a big way by smoking. My mom collapsed while at work. She apparently seemed to have suffered from an asthma attack and then she fell into a coma and in the hospital her lungs had collapsed as well and I honestly think that the years of smoking my mom started smoking when she was 19 when she passed away she was 56 so what is doing the math on that that is almost 40 years of smoking and you can't tell me that that didn't play some role in what happened to my mom in the final stages of her life And so I think it's extremely important that you take care of your health and you think about the long term. In my circumstance, unfortunately, my mom wasn't there on my wedding day. She isn't here in August when the baby arrives. And while that is kind of overwhelming for me in terms of the sadness that it brings upon me, it also gives me motivation to continue to strive to be healthy as painful as the loss of my mom was, I do reflect on it and try and pull the positives out of it. What can I do differently to try and improve my chances of living a long and healthy life? And I hope those of you listening to this don't take this as me knocking on my mom's lifestyle. That was her life to live. And to me, she was an incredible mother, extremely protective, extremely loving, always speaking the best of us when around other people. So this is not to knock on my mom. I just think it's important for me to give you context as to why these things are so important to me going forward as a father. And perhaps it can help you shift your perspective if you're struggling to find the motivation to get fit and healthy for your kids. So when you lace up your running shoes or you step onto that yoga mat, remember that you're not working just towards a fitter body, but also a healthier mind, ensuring that you can be at your best for your family. Stay active and stay healthy. Remember, you're doing this for your kids. And let's now delve into another beautiful aspect of exercise, and that's the bonding side of things. Now, obviously, this is very early stages. When your child is a newborn and a baby, the bonding is going to be extremely limited. But fitness isn't just a solitary pursuit. It can be a wonderful way to spend quality time with your child. 
And even when they're a baby, you can take them for a stroll in the park. Or as they grow older, you can play catch in the backyard or pass a rugby ball with them. You can teach them how to ride a bike. These activities don't just keep you fit, but they also strengthen that priceless father-child bond. Exercise isn't just about keeping up with your kids or managing stress. It also plays a crucial role in your own self-esteem and body image. The transition into parenthood often brings about physical changes. I've spoken to a lot of friends who said they picked up a bit of weight and their body looked different after dealing with their firstborn child. And while your main focus is clearly on the newborn, and I understand that the new member of your family needs all this extra attention, it's important to remember to take care of your own health too. Engaging in regular physical activity can help maintain weight and muscle mass, even in the face of those extra pizza slices or the skipped gym sessions. Feeling fit and strong can have a profound impact on your body image and self-esteem, enhancing overall life satisfaction. Remember, a happy, confident dad equals a happy, confident family. So always keep that in mind when you're thinking about skipping a gym day. And again here, I'd like to share a bit of a personal story. As I mentioned, I did have a bit of a rough patch in my early 20s. And in all honesty, it was all on me. I don't blame anyone else. I needed to take responsibility of my actions back then. And I wasn't the best at doing so. And I think that was just a lack of maturity and a lack of understanding that I had a lot of personal agency and I could have made better choices back then. And that's all right. I've learned from it and I've come to terms with that time in my life. But I want to talk here about confidence and body image. If you look at pictures of me in my early 20s, I weighed 63 kilograms and I was skinny, skinny, skinny. I had very, very little muscle mass and I'm a very small boned person. So it just made me look completely, completely scrawny and devoid of muscle. And then when I started training in my mid-twenties, when I was about 25 years old, and then ended up competing a couple of times in physique competitions, the impact that it had on my psychology and my confidence is really hard to describe. And if you're somebody who's having body image problems and you feel like it's affecting your confidence, I promise you, Going to gym and having a regular gym session and getting fit and strong will change everything. It did for me, and I know this is only anecdotal, and I know I'm only a sample size of one, but there are countless people that will say the same thing as I am saying today. So I really encourage you to to get into shape and to try your best to change your body image, and you won't say sorry. It'll really help you become a confident dad, and a confident person. As we approach the final segment of the show, I want to talk about a topic that's rightfully on everyone's mind at the moment, coming off the back of the COVID pandemic, and that's immunity. In this role as a new dad, staying healthy isn't just about you anymore. It's about the well-being of your entire family. You need a robust immune system to take care for your family and meet the demands of fatherhood. Exercise is a key in this domain. Regular physical activity helps flush bacteria out of the lungs and airways, increases circulation of antibodies and white blood cells, and raises your body temperature, all of which may help the body fight infection better. The key word here is that these things may help. 
But surely it doesn't hurt staying fit and healthy in case these things do in fact end up benefiting you. In essence, every workout session could be treated as a step towards enhancing your immune function. A fit dad is a healthy dad, and a healthy dad is better equipped to care for his family. So remember to add some form of physical activity to your routine, not only for your strength or stress relief, but also for that immune boost that keeps you and your family safe. Stay fit and stay healthy. I hardly ever get sick. This is my own personal experience again that I'm talking from here. And I understand that this is just another personal story and that maybe I'm just lucky. But I'm 100% certain that my exercise routine does play a role in my health and my immune system functioning. Now, if you combine this with a healthy diet, something that I'm going to speak about on this podcast in the future, you definitely are giving yourself a better chance when running up against these illnesses. All right, so that does it for talking about some of the benefits of including exercise into your routine. I want to also talk about goal setting, but before I do so, I just want to quickly do a recap on those key points. So I've talked about the many benefits for new fathers, and we've seen how regular exercise can help manage stress, boost energy levels, and set a positive example for your children. We've explored how staying fit and active contributes to longevity and mental health, enhancing bonding time, and how it improves body image and self-esteem and can potentially even boost your immune system. Fatherhood is a journey filled with exciting challenges and immense rewards. Incorporating regular exercise into your routine can equip you with the physical strength, mental resilience, and overall health to make the most of this incredible journey. You may have come across the term smart goals in your professional life or even in some self-help book that you've picked up. It's an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. These are the five fundamental pillars for setting any kind of goal. But today we're going to focus on how they apply to fitness goals specifically for you, the expectant fathers. Before I kick this off, I do also want to say that habits and systems play a big function in your overall chances of achieving a goal and maybe this is something I can talk about in another podcast as well about habit formation and how to focus on process-driven activities to reach goals because goals shouldn't be the be-all and end-all but they should certainly be the tools that you use to set a direction that you want to go into. So I'll start unpacking what SMART goals are by starting with the letter S which as I said stands for specific. The more specific a goal is, the easier it is to figure out what steps you need to take to reach it. A vague goal like, I don't know, say, I want to be fit, doesn't provide a clear path or actions for you to take. Instead, a more specific goal might be, I want to work out for at least 20 minutes a day, five days a week. Can you hear the difference there? It's massive, right? Next, M is for measurable. Having a measurable goal allows you to keep track of your progress which can be incredibly motivating. It's a way to see how far you've come and how far you have to go. Let's build on the example I've already given. The way to measure this goal would be to track the duration of your exercise, 20 minutes, and how many times a week you've done it, which would be the five days. So you can see 20 minutes on, your, on a timer and you can tick the days in your diary or a calendar to show whether or not you've hit those five days a week. Let's move on to A for achievable. 
And this is where we get realistic, which is so important. The goal that you're setting needs to be possible given the current set of circumstances you're in. It's critical to remember that being an expecting dad or being a dad with a newborn in the house comes with added responsibilities and your time is going to be limited. You might not be able to fit those hour-long gym sessions into your day anymore. But a 20-minute workout in home with a kettlebell, this might be more achievable and realistic. Then we have R, standing for relevant. The goal should align with your broader objectives and lifestyle. For you as an expecting dad or a new dad, your motivation might be to maintain good health and fitness so you're active and present for your growing family. So setting a goal like maintaining your cardiovascular health through regular physical exercise becomes highly relevant to your new lifestyle. And finally, T represents time-bound. A timeline gives your goal structure, a sense of urgency, and helps motivate you to get started. For instance, you could set a goal to maintain your exercise routine until the baby arrives. This gives you a clear timeline and makes your goal less overwhelming. For those of you who have babies already, perhaps you could say, I want to reach my goal before the baby turns three months old, something like that. Now you might be wondering, well, that's great, you've given me all the theory, but how do I put this into practice? And so I want to take a look at some examples of smart fitness goals that are perfect for soon-to-be dads. So goal number one could be, for the next six months, I will walk 30 minutes a day during my lunch break at work. Here, this goal is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. It's a goal that can easily fit into your workday and does not require extra equipment or a gym membership. Or perhaps you can try this one. Until the baby arrives, I will complete a 20-minute home workout that focuses on strength training three times a week. This goal is not only specific, measurable, and time-bound, but it's also very achievable, especially if you're working from home or have a busy schedule. Plus, strength training is relevant as it helps with functional fitness, something you'll appreciate when it comes to lifting a growing baby. And here's another one. To maintain my flexibility and manage stress, I will participate in a weekly online yoga class every Sunday morning until our due date. Again, this is a smart goal as it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Yoga is a fantastic way to increase flexibility, reduce your stress levels, and can easily be done from the comfort of your home. I hope these examples inspire you to craft your own smart fitness goals, but remember everyone's situation and fitness level are different. These are just examples, and the most important thing is to create goals that are tailored to your needs and abilities. Please remember there's no rush. You're not training for a marathon, unless you are, of course, and then more power to you. But generally, as an expectant father, your main focus should be maintaining overall health and fitness. It's not about being the best. It's about being your best. Becoming a father is a big step. And we all want to be the best we can for our family and our new arrival especially. A big part of being the best is taking care of our health and fitness. So set those smart goals, track your progress, and remember, every step you take towards your fitness is a step towards a healthier, happier family. All right, and with that, it's time to wrap up this episode of Fitness for Fatherhood. Today, I've explored the role of fitness in your journey as an expectant father. I've talked about how staying active 
helps manage stress, boost energy levels, and sets a positive example for your little one. We've also discussed how exercise can potentially contribute to longevity, mental health, bonding, self-esteem, body image, and possibly even your immune function. I also went over the SMART goal framework to help you set realistic fitness goals. Remember these goals should be specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and time-bound. And with that framework, I know you're well-equipped to start defining what fitness looks like for you in this exciting stage of life. But just knowing isn't enough. This is the time for you to take action. Take the knowledge from today's episode and put it into practice. Use the SMART goals to set a clear fitness goal for yourself, a goal that will guide you into your journey of fatherhood. Write this goal down and put it where you can see it every single day. A good one that David Goggins recommends is an accountability mirror. So stick it on the mirror that you look into while getting ready for work. And then start taking steps, no matter how small, to achieve it. Remember you're doing this not just for yourself, but for your family and most importantly for your child. Let's embark on this fitness journey together, not just to keep up with our kids, but to inspire them. Because at the end of the day, being a father isn't about being perfect. It's about showing up day in and day out in the best way we can. I have so much more to share in this podcast series. So if you found this episode valuable, do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Your support helps me reach more fathers who could benefit from this content. And trust me, you don't want to miss our next episode. I'll be diving deeper into how consistency is key to achieving our fitness goals. Plus, I'll provide a step-by-step guide on how to create realistic fitness plans that work for you. We'll cover a range of exercises from cardio and strength training to yoga for stress reduction. You can expect more practical advice, insights, and of course, motivation. Until then, remember fitness is not a destination. This is a journey that you're on, and every journey begins with a single step, and oftentimes that first step is the hardest. So set out to take that step, set that goal, and start your fitness journey today. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Fitness for Fatherhood. I'm Stacey Adele, signing off. Stay active, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next episode.